there is no rest for neither the righteous nor the wicked. Our heroes awake to a new adventure in Ardwall, this week on The Hapless Heroes. I'm saying, how do you even know? Like, that's not the point. <laughs> Can you even prove it, man? everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. Hi, Fran. Hi. I'm Francesco, and <laughs> I am your host and DM for this adventure. I have a wonderful cast of characters with me tonight. I'm going to go ahead, go ahead and introduce them. Many of you know them as Mike as Lord and Captain Quint Southwind. Oh, thank God. People still know me. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Oh, man. Oh, I don't feel rested at all. Dave as Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. My students were singing to me about how I lost that love and feeling, but I don't think I ever had it to begin with. And John is Lord Jarrell the Light. Uh, I killed the doppelganger. Now where did he go? <laughs> um, so we don't have Zach with us tonight. He will be back with us in a couple of weeks. Uh, however, we are going to get some things set up for a brand new adventure. Now that we've gotten through our spoo- super spooky episode with some super spooky nightmares, Ooh. and you guys also had uh, sort of gotten through the first major day and theme, or major day and discussion uh, for the Summit of the Southern Kingdoms. You are now literally building, well, you and every nation in the Southern Kingdoms is collaborating to build a fleet, an armada of airships to take the fight to the undead, to form a unified front against a common foe. Now, I had a question. Are they going to pretty much make dragons extinct? <laughs> like, if they all need dragons... No, the dragons not- are a civilized... Some dragons are a civilized people. They are all living into the, in, the, in, the, in the dragon lands to the north. But are they just uh, going to give us their east. dragon wings for our fleet? Could no. We use them on our ship. We had killed two dragons for the wings. Uh, I, I hope they <laughs> just no. start poaching dragons out there. Oh, we'll we see. needed something right away. The Omega Project can probably synthesize something given a few months. Yeah, yeah. now that they now that there's time and a uh, a goal and resources and funding and you know the power and might of all of the kingdoms combined. Yeah. And airbags were an other yeah. option that we just mm-hmm. chose not yeah. to go with. We right. were we were on a budget. <laughs> uh, so I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's like there's going to be probably a a good amount of negotiation as far as terms, resources, funding, all the things, you know, everyone pulling their resources. That's probably what's going to now comprise the majority of the rest of the discussions throughout the summit, with many of the world leaders even, like, maybe sending some of their their aides and retainers of their own to, like, have some of these discussions by proxy. Um, so as you guys awake, um, as we had said at the end of last episode, you know, Hedrick, you know, wakes up to, uh, you know, uh, Tessa Southwind still, you know, in uh, a room with you. Um, but she quickly, uh, 
Yeah, she but she, <laughs> yeah, she yeah, you yeah. were trying to show her some weird like so, uh, so you were trying to teach her how to twerk and was, she's just well, watching you, you twerk. Yeah, disguise it as my morning stretches, but mm-hmm. then uh, it quickly becomes a lesson. Yeah, she, <laughs> she at, at, at no point actually takes part in the lesson. She just watches you do it. It's enjoyable for everybody. It kind of it's mesmerizing, <laughs> like just chuckling to herself at, at the ridiculousness of this weird, strange dance that you are are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just says, "Charming." And she quickly gets dressed and she says, "I uh, will have to attend to some important matters now as the summit continues." So um, that was fun. And we'll see each other around. And Wonder- she wonderful. Uh, and she just kind of like gives you a wink and leaves. <laughs> I'll see you there. Quinn, you wake up, and uh, as you ex- exit your room, you see <laughs> Tessa exiting Hedrix. Oh, I, I see her coming out of the room? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm going to give you the opportunity to, <laughs> to just have a thought. Rub the salt in the wound. Because you didn't, see, you didn't see them leave together, but you see her now in the morning leaving his room. Oh, good. We get to harvest a good awkward moment here. You're goddamn right. I'm not, I'm not about to deny the audience this experience. Quinn's so pissed. Quinn is. I'm trying to think what my what uh, what is a good reaction to this. Yeah, but you're just um, sitting here with mouth your mouth agape right now, and I feel like that's the reaction. Well, right. that's my, <laughs> right. I, I do. That's Mike's thinking face. Uh, is it? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. So you're just like staring at her with your mouth open as she wanders down the hall. She goes <laughs> the opposite direction of you, so she doesn't even see you. You just see her walking away. Oh, so she's going the other way. Uh huh. Do you pick so, your job? Um. <laughs> I don't, I think I'm, um, and by room, I should say bungalow. I forgot. You guys are all staying in your own like private, like little beach bungalows in this private cove. Yeah. I think I. It's the Copacabandit. Ah, I like that. I let her go, but I knock on his door. Hedrick, there's a knock at your door. You were just doing (laughs) nude stretches. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, are you still naked? Please be naked. Please have done the whole aerobic routine. I would say that uh, I've I've put on the robe, um, mm. loosely tied, no knot, and now I'm kind of like looking for uh, whatever morning routine I have. Maybe there's a bit of breakfast there. Maybe a little Maybe, pre-ritualizing. Yeah, and I'm I'm just looking in <laughs> the mirror. Yeah, let's keep um, our uh, order of events straight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I'm I'm doing what I'm envisioning correctly, and you can only get the proper perspective from behind you. So I'm kind of looking back over my shoulder in the mirror uh, as as I go. Come on in. I open the door. Uh, as I get a glimpse of you. Um, I make sure to get eye contact before I stop doing what I'm doing. <laughs> and, then I, and then I make sure the robe is closed. <laughs> An early morning, I see. Uh, you know what they say, the, the early bird you know, catches that. It's morning special, sunrise, eggs, bang. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you understand she's my sister. Uh, is she? I mean... I know she says she's a Southman. <laughs> she's got a dagger. Mm-hmm. But are you sure? I mean, how many siblings do you have? I don't think what? that's the point right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's like three more of them around here, and it just so happens. And like, I can't have. And what are you going to diddle? <laughs> <all of them? laughs> 
I'm just saying. I mean, it wasn't before. Let's say, let's say you didn't have a very high opinion of these people, and then you find out that they're your brothers and sisters. Would that change your opinion about them at all? I don't understand your point. My sister just came out of your room. And I'm saying, how do you even know? Like, That's not the point! <laughs> Can you even prove it, man? <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, we had we had some late night discussions. Charisma roll. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, deception against your insight. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that sucks. I'm gonna give you advantage on this one, though, Mike. He needs it. <laughs> oh, know, the, yeah. The other one was better. So that one yeah. turns to a one. So eight. Plus four is 12. Mm-mm, that will not beat my 28 mm-hmm. <laughs> of deception. I'm going to say you maintain your suspicions, Quinn, uh-huh. but you don't really know how far things went. They went pretty far. <laughs> if Give her know. to I'm going to, I'm going to simply do the uh, two fingers to my eyes, two fingers at him. Yeah, right. So I'm just you. I'm just kind of giving him the I'm watching you. Better not watch him later tonight. <laughs> uh, well, I am going to kind of just slap my hand on my hip and say, "Get a good look." Now you're pushing your limits. I'm just going to slowly back out back <laughs> out of the, room. the house and the just bungalow. like yeah. giving him the stare down the whole time. And I'm just going to start humming as I'm getting my clothes on. Mm. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. You can hear it through the window. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can see out. him dancing. Yeah. yeah, this, yeah blinds, are, blinds are wide <laughs> open. I don't think we needed to roll for that. No. I'm pretty sure what happened. Yeah, you're just like, I, I'm only going to say that's why I said it's more about sure. you don't know how far things went. Yeah. You know he's not. I know he's, he's either... You don't know. You don't think he's full of shit. You just think that there's definitely more to that. But you don't sure. really. He's just. Yeah. You know. You can't really make heads or tails of it. I'm trying to at least give him the sentiment that it's not as big of a deal as he's making it out to be. Well, to, to you. Right. Right. <laughs> that's that's subjective. There Patrick, are multiple Patrick. parties involved yeah. in this now. Um, <laughs> oh, we can have a party. <laughs> just remember, I might have a very big family. Mm-hmm. Moving, true. moving on. A lot of on. bigger brothers. <laughs> yes, yeah. but you might be using yeah, yeah, yeah. that word in a way that them. the rest of your family are not using it. Right. <laughs> moving on. Um, while a while a uh, naked and displaced Arion Black is making his way back to you guys, because he you know literally just woke up in the middle of nowhere, nowhere, and started walking back towards town. Yep. Um, Zero has spent the better part of the night preparing a training plan for the red shirts and ah, uh, yeah. and 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 Jed Dim. Yes, is the first recruit. Jed Dim <laughs> is the Jed, Jed Dim is like picking up on everything. He is yeah. your star pupil. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna get to you know just you starting to make preparations or whatever, and um, a representative from the Omega Project actually comes to you, Zero. Yes. And says that there is a uh, there's a breakout meeting um, happening right now with a few members of the project, and uh, what appear it, 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 a few of the uh, aides and uh, of some of the leaders said there, there appears to be something that requires your special attention. Fantastic! Lead the way. Okay, so you start making your way there. 
Jarrell, you're going to wake up, you know, you probably wake up like swinging your arms, you know what I mean? Right. Wildly. Right. Um, as it was all just a dream, you fighting this shadow version of yourself. Um, when I wake up, I don't remember where the fight took place. And I start searching the room for the body of this doppelganger. Yeah, it's not there. Because you remember it took, it took place in some weird sort of desiccated cathedral to Valen that just had like essentially an altar, right? But no doors yeah, yeah. Ent- entering or exiting. I remember fighting someone that looked like myself. They were wearing different armor. They were like, yeah, like just like all like all like all black. Right. Right. Uh, do I feel rested after that? You feel like you like any like the energy that you spent in your dream. Actually, you feel exhausted today. So I, I actually probably wake up hurting quite a bit. I'm going to say that I was down to a lot. Half of, of the resources that you spent during that fight are still expended. So you can get half of your spell slots for each level that you expended mm-hmm. rounded down. And half of, um, you know, like your max HP regained. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to realizing that I'm not feeling well. I wasn't wearing my armor to sleep, obviously, so that's kind of odd to me. And I use lay on hands and, and however much health I have to use to regain to get full sure. HP. Sure. Um, and I walk out of my room and I find... Um, my retainers and Basha. Yeah, um, your squire informs you that um, Zero has been called to a special meeting and your presence has also been requested. Oh. All right, then. Uh, we're off. Have, have any of you seen a man come out of my room? <laughs> I, I don't know, Jarrell. They have us in the they have us in the servants' quarters. It's, it's, it's just as nice, but it's 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 a bit it's a bit separated. I want to say that Jarrell can't be afraid. But he is now again. Just to reiterate, yeah, he's immune <laughs> to, to being frightened. Yes, we, um, we know. But I will say that he's probably a little paranoid now about doppelgangers. Yeah. So, so you're going to add that to your flaws? <laughs> I'm going to add that to my flaws. That That's amazing. I am. I love you for that. At least, uh, not always consciously, but like my passive perception can sometimes be used to be looking for people who look like me. That's fair. <laughs> Man, yeah, that really shook you. As, as shook as Jarrell can be. Shooketh. So, um, similarly, Hedrick and Quinn, you guys also get word that, um, you know, the presence of the, the hot are, uh, is, is, is needed in a small breakout meeting with some members of the project and representatives of some of the other leaders. The leaders themselves will not be in attendance for this meeting as they are currently discussing terms uh, for the uh, armada what i do want to specify is that <clears throat> that mass suggestion lasts for 24 hours so it's probably over now or no 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 it wouldn't be another, it's probably yeah, been 12 12 to yeah. 14 hours is, is you know i don't know if it was 8 p.m and we adjourned mm-hmm. last night and it may be eight in the morning nine mm-hmm. ten in the morning now yep so you've still got half a day so there's still 10 possibly 12 hours left for that compromise to still be rolling through it everyone It seems else. like it's still working. They're yeah. all working together right now. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the Omega Project leader, obviously, I didn't need to do that, too, mm-hmm. as well as the Queen and the Baron. Yeah. So, um, eventually you guys all arrive, and this is a, a another room of part of the larger compound that's here in this private cove. Um and it's it appears to be a few scientists and maybe 
one or two aides from um, what it looks like, Erlen and Laswall. Um, and they're discussing uh, something. You can see a couple like uh, blueprints as well as um, a um, a map hung up on uh, on like the far wall as you enter. It's like a table. Everyone's kind of sitting around pouring over these like blueprints and, and diagrams. And one of these scientists, a gnome, uh, perks up when Zero walks in and says, "Ah, Zero, it is so good to see you." And 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 the, and yeah. the heroes as well. Yes. It's just an absolute pleasure to have you guys here. We 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 know how capable you are, and we figured uh, we might make be able to make use of, uh, of maybe your, your your special talents um, while the uh, the armada is, you know, all that is going on. You know, there is something that is rather pressing that we need to maybe uh, take advantage of the time we have now, uh, as it could be a potential and very um, significant tool for us to use against the uh, growing undead threat. All right, all right. What's cooking, short stack? We are at your disposal. Just uh, inserting here. In the intervening evening, Zero has lost his um, plus one plate armor lab coat and has gone full top gun. He's wearing an <laughs> extra-large leather jacket with the wool lining. Oh, perfect. And trifocal aviators. Because you're getting ready to be the training captain. Yes. He, he's gone full hour. You said trifocal? Trifocal Amazing. aviators. <laughs> I don't think he needs seeing aids. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so, anyways, the scientist continues. Um, so we are uh, currently, as we can see, the success of the Project Zero was um, astounding, uh, greater than we could have ever. You could say uh, that again. I've seen him kill so many things. <laughs> like I said, yes. I mean, absolutely. I mean, results that were that far exceeded our expectations. Uh, we decided to make some, uh, and forgive us for saying this, as Zero, you are perfect in every way. Uh, but uh, some enhancements or some changes to uh, our initial designs to maybe potentially expand the types of things that these mobile weapons platforms can do. You're going to make more of him? Uh, it's, it's Awesome! It's well, absolutely, like it's that. the culmination of this project. Yeah, I'm uh, just picturing, I was never meant to be the only one. I'm just picturing, like, the Terminator army marching through a horde of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Zero, they'll be like your little killing machine children. Well, this is more, um, it's a bit it's a bit bigger than that. Um, as you guys may recall from the time you spent at Last Wall, there was those gigantic undead titan things th- that we've never seen before ever in our lives. Mm-hmm. We've seen them a couple times, but yes, they're massive and terrifying. Right, they're, they're, they're literally the worst. Um, so we were trying to figure out something to uh, stop them. Yes. I, as it, I don't believe you have any more magical portents of holy power just lying around. Unless you count me. And the, the scientist just kind of blinks a couple times, right? Like as you as you've interrupted. So, anyways, we were uh, gonna go, you know discussing um, you know a potential new prototype. We're calling it Project Eleven because uh, we decided to just essentially take Project One and well just double it. <laughs> that makes sense. Take yeah, that, that, that and checks out. double it. Uh, so we may have um, as, as this technology obviously is very dangerous and well as wonderful as the deserts of the Dominion of Kalnor are to, to test things 
we kind of, well, we needed to bring it to the mainland to, well, might as well do a live test, you know, if we can, or at least like just make sure everything is in working order. Hold on, just to clarify, are we making a Jaeger? Because <laughs> that would be fucking epic. <laughs> um, I think they're just upscaling me. Yeah, but can we have like a giant version of you that you pilot? I'm going to go ahead and just... Russian uh, nesting murder bots. <laughs> potentially write that down as, that sounds pretty cool because that's not what I was thinking of. Yeah, no, it's all fun and games till I get that big and then start calling everybody meatbag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go full HK-47 on us. <laughs> when um, I'm too big to be stopped, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now I am the one who does the stomping. <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's... That was out of character. That was, yeah, that was John yeah. asking. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think anybody in Taldoria knows what a Jaeger is. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, oh, that stuff ain't so bad. If you look it's down, sweet. I mean, I, I will to to address the question though. When you guys look down at the table, mm-hmm. there a lot of the drawings show what I mean. What appears to be like so, something that looks like zero, but it has four legs mm-hmm. um, and two heads and two arms, and it's pretty big. Um, it's it's sort of it's 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 it's, it's almost like a, it's like a two-headed scorpion king kind girl. of, but it kind of bells out towards the bottom. Like the bottom is sort of a little bit more like a, it's sort of like a bell shape, right? With the heads on top, the arms coming out, and then like the four legs part of at the bottom. bottom. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, Do, like a, does every all the four hands have a separate weapon? Two arms, and both of those are just they look like just like long, like cylindrical. Like there's no hands on them. It's just like an opening Plasma at the end. Cannons. Yeah, um, and uh, it's it's very it, it looks rather ridiculous, but it, mm-hmm. it you know this it, based on these scales that are written on there, you think this thing is pretty big. Cool. Um, now, are they planning on what materials are they going to be using to construct this? Because I know Zero's own shape has had an overhaul and. Are you going to try to make these out of, like, fine metals, or are you just going to put them together with wood? Sure We've got have. this. Right. I'm just flabbergasted. Like, everything you guys do is just wacko. Um, You've probably never met the Omega Project before. Only, not, not only this extent. Like, no, yeah, never to this extent. Well, we're not necessarily looking for your help in testing this or deploying it. We're mainly looking for help locating the people who were working on the project. What happened to them? Well, you see, we were actually in the in the middle of uh, well, we were trying to bring it, we were going to first try to test it by uh, actually bringing it up to Mount Rose to see, uh, to do a range test over into, just firing over the mountains into the Crucible Lands. Mm-hmm. Um, but during some of the setup, you know, the machine is set up there, but many of our scientists have started to go missing. It's more like, well, the scientists who were working on it haven't really been reporting back. And when we sent uh, another team out to look for them, there was some hastily scrawled notes, and we were a bit worried. Um, as some of the scientists were journaling that they were starting to hear voices, which obviously is never a good sign. No. Um, and, you know, they could see that there were there are footsteps leading away from their their camp, their, 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 you know, where they were setting things up. 
Um, but you know, they just kind of got lost in the in the snow eventually. Um, so we have no idea uh, where they where they may have ended up. Um, so now Mount Rose is how far? For, is it like on the border wall? Or is Mount it, Rose is kind of is heading. So it's 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 sort of northwest of where Tarantis was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but it's it's quite a distance from the Crucible. Then. They it's, were just firing I over the wall. I, they were they wanted to test. Uh, range, distance right. range, right, to see maybe how well they, like, where they could set these things up so that they uh, are also not in any danger of being destroyed, right? And trying to do a range test where obviously firing into the crucible lands, no one really lives there, mm. so it wouldn't really be as long as you can hit it, just fire away, <laughs> right? But it's close enough to at least like some of the mountains that you know create the border to the crucible lands that they would be able to you know actually have an accurate test because even if it hits a mountain, there's no villages or anything like that, right. you know in that area, at least below the mountains to the north, because no one's going to be living right on the border mountains to, you know, where all the fucking undead are. Mm-hmm. But certainly, you know, they'd be attracting attention from everything, either scaring them away or... Well, that's the thing. We them. always send a detachment of some of our finest uh, military, or well, science military, paramilitary group. I guess whatever you'd call like essentially a private military mm-hmm. um, and even even they like have gone missing it uh, sounds like something is trying to tamper with your tests yes that's that's exactly what I'm suggesting I've how, seen how, this before we we have a crew there now um, and so far we've been getting communication back for them regularly and everything seems to be okay again but I'm, I'm quite worried it's, it's this the crew we've sent there really does not is not as familiar with this project as some of our lead scientists who were working on the deployment it's a very delicate process you know it's we don't we, we only have one of these right now and we want to make sure that well this prototype works properly how long ago was your last contact with them? Um, it's been about a week mm. hearing voices Yes, that's what some of their journals on site would suggest. Uh, you are free to investigate the site. I will give you the location, and I will, you know, inform our people that you know you are coming. So you've been to the site. Yeah, I mean, I I, I helped uh, source it. So they've literally gone missing. Yes. Okay. He said that twice now. I just thought they did because he said they didn't report back. So I was confused about uh, whether certain, they had been certain. Gr- it seems like they've sent like reinforcement groups, and mm-hmm. they keep going missing. Yes. Do you have names of who we're looking for? <laughs> You're going to do this to me. Well, we always just leave without actually asking any questions. So I figured this time maybe Jarrell should actually ask. Let's go to the, the bucket. Details. Name you, bucket. Even if we, we can settle for dossiers on our way out. Right. I, 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 we don't need each one of them to be named, but as long as we have a list of their yeah. names. Yeah. Can we say later that we know their names? Yeah, some sort of roster. Yeah, just so we know how many. He's already in it. Yeah, yeah. We were <laughs> we, I'm sure oh, we have yeah. a backlog. Now. Yeah, no. Why? Why stop him now? We don't want to accidentally bring any imposters back here. If you could just name the scientists <laughs> that we need to find. Yeah, no, no doppelgangers. Goddamn it. Because you know, knowing their names would would help with that in any way. Oh my god. Unless you show no. up and there's two. And oh, then which a, one do you shoot? A nice little What's thumbnail your next name? To the shoot him. He's the doppelganger. Shoot him. He's the human. <laughs> <laughs> How come everybody on this roster is named Spartacus? <laughs> oh, God. 
Um, it also reminds me of um, that type. <laughs> well, the, the the lead scientist was uh, Diggory. Diggory um, do? Yes. Like, <laughs> Diggory, like Grigory? No, Diggory. Oh, okay. D i g g o r y. Like as in Cedric Diggory. Uh, and, yeah. Like and, no Diggory, no doubt. Right. <laughs> and and without Diggory, really, this project couldn't have gotten off the ground. So they're the person I'm the the most um, concerned about. Um, as well as, you know, his group, his team. Aside from the physical location, why did you choose that place? Did it seem safe or just the best conditions for your testing? Well, as you, as you, I, I hate to be, um, so morbid, but through great tragedy, sometimes, uh, great opportunity also arises. And, uh, with the, even the community of Mount Rose having fled and, uh, relocated, uh, their, their people to safer places after the loss of Tarantis, as you can, you know, uh, the the area itself is quite remote and quiet, and a great place to set up an operation because no one really lives there anymore, and you know Tarantis is kind of gone, so it's just kind of gave us a, a good a good place to start. Those all sound like good reasons. Oh, this is where the um, long play started. Yes, right? we started the Mount in Rose Mount Casino. Mount Rose, the village, not the mountain itself. Right. Oh, this is on the mountain. On the mountain. Okay. Okay. It's so like a Yucca Mountain kind of thing going on up there. Kind of, yeah. All right. That's it. That's all I had to say. Zero. <laughs> Do you require any other information? Are you sending anyone with us? I. Do we need to? Oh, a map would be <clears> helpful. <throat> At least let us know exactly where the location is. Okay, here's a map. Cool. Thank you. I do have tons of questions. Most of them would be better answered by the uh, by the uh, scientists up there. Yeah. Okay. So it's in our best interests to find them. Otherwise, I'm going to talk all of your ears off about encabulation rates, <laughs> power generation, zero how, leakage. How fast can we get there by airship? <laughs> yeah, Z- zero's eyebrows go. <laughs> <laughs> Just slowly rubs his hands together. See how fast this thing can go. Is that what, is that what Jarrell just asked? God fast, you did. Fast enough. Right. That wasn't the intended question, but that's the question Zero heard. <laughs> uh, and you would be free to take the airship because at this point, like anything that um, would be needed as far as designs and whatnot, they've yeah. already drawn them up. Oh, so sure the physical that. airship is really yours to use. It's not really needed here. And technically, it still belongs to the Omega Project if it belongs to anyone but us. Yeah, you are the sole proprietors of this particular airship. Um, How many uh, pilot trainees do we bring? I am bringing just uh, Star Pupil for this one. Just Just Star Pupil? Yeah. Jed Dim? Jed Dim. (laughs) Jed Dim is going to be working the helm with me for this one, but we're going to be running a light crew. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So Jed Dim uh, and you guys all... Head to the airship. Yeah. Well, Jed Dim is already on the airship. Yes. Or Jed Dim. I'm making sure, like, the A-team crew members are here for this one. And we have sent a group of interns to Last Wall. Um, not Last Wall. You guys were going to try to send them to Scrag. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to address that when everyone's here. Okay. Okay. As far as which detachment. Like, that's still being negotiated right yes. now. Yes. So... Um, like it's right now, like the front is holding, but they are at risk of being overwhelmed if like 
you know, more decisive action isn't taken because it's like they can they can keep fighting for now. Um, it sounds like this project is going to help with that too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So we could definitely go get that at least kickstarted, and then by the time we get back, we'll know where they want us next. That's my guess. Right, because Jarrell had initially made the suggestion of essentially sending a detachment of interns to help with the fight in Scrag, in like the lands of the Troll King. Yeah. And then you guys were going to go just like head fa- head first right into the Crucible lands to try to tackle yeah. the problem at its source. <laughs> With the full might of the southern kingdoms behind you. Okay, so now, as we're getting ready to take off, who sits in the captain's chair? The captain. Clearly. Yeah. Zero is at the helm. Right. So, do you have any idea how to fly this ship after Zero has been... He doesn't (laughs) have to. No, No, he's he's there He's in command. I'm the helmsman. Yeah. I'm the one that makes, like, final decisions, but he's the one driving the thing. Cool. Yeah. The captain is just in charge. Yeah, the, <laughs> captain Hook doesn't steer the wheel. Smee right. does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like Actually, that. Actually, that's Smee what you is chose. In charge of, is in charge of the day to day of the boat. I mean, technically yeah. speaking, Smee yeah. is He's like, the boatswain. Right. Yeah. He's the one that that controls the ship. But you're not Smee. No. Right. I'm you, Captain Hook. You're Captain Hook. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Glad we cleared that up. Yep. So. Um, Captain Hook. I mean, or Captain Quinn Southwind. Right. Yeah, but you chose Captain Hook, which is really funny to me. That like that's <laughs> of, of, all, the, of all the captains to compare yourself to. Well, I, you went with Hook. He, he, it's a ship. Uh huh. Yeah, there's plenty of captains. Don't worry about in the it. History no, of, no, no, no. <laughs> but that's that's and who the he hat chose. and the and the feather. Well, I also yeah. remembered quickly who his first her, his first mate was. That's sure. why I was. It's me. I hate you. That's okay. I love you, but I hate you. I know. I mean, there are plenty. <laughs> there are plenty of great pilots, but yeah. But Zero is the world's greatest airship pilot. Apparently. Right. This is the Normandy and Zero is Joker. <laughs> Hang on. So. <laughs> so, yeah, do you call the orders then for takeoff? Sure. I'm going to put the full might of the interns and everybody, like the whole team's on board. This is our party select ship. So, you know, obviously when we disembark, you guys just tell me who you're bringing with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine we're pretty much running on a full ship, especially yes. if this is dead Jim or Jed <laughs> Excuse me, who's, who's dead Jim? He's, yeah. Yeah, he's not. Jed Dim. He's right. Not, he's we're Jed talking Dim. about Jed Dim. Jed Dim is not dead Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how I can mess up a previous mess up later on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just going to keep it rolling. Right. So, um, yeah, so you guys... Essentially embarks. So I guess your first order of business is probably to investigate, you know, the the actual site where they went missing from. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming is where you're going. So you're able to easily follow the coordinates, and it's definitely like in a nice secluded part of the um, the mountain. The camp is a little ways down from where they were trying to deploy this uh, prototype, prototype eleven. But uh, you can see it. Like as you approach the, like you know, as you're like kind of flying, like you know, towards the peak of the mountain, just at the 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 this, the size of this thing. We we see the machine. Yes, it is not operational at this time. Right. Um, but it it looks because it looks like it's still even being assembled. Okay. Um, you know the 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 supports and the legs are in place as far as like it's it's structurally like stable. It's just that it's it hasn't been fully, like, assembled because right, you would assume this probably came up here prepackaged. Have we fired it? Have they fired it? Um, no, they never got that far. Cool. However, the um, 
the camp, there's not really a good place for you guys to necessarily more. You can essentially drop anchor, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to um, essentially uh, toss a rope ladder down to get down to the site. Mm-hmm. There's not really a good place for you to park the thing. Okay. And then we're like, there's people with ropes like lowering down some of the bigger stuff. Yes, but first, I would like Zero to make me uh, an airship piloting check. <laughs> It'd be vehicles air. Okay. Which uh, you are not proficient in. <laughs> um, there is no vehicles on here, so. Right. I would, you know, I'll give you proficiency because Animal you are handling? the world's best airship pilot. Yeah. But you're still doing it with the. Uh, I also literally developed the protocols for doing this. Right. right. You are the one and only person proficient in airship piloting. Yeah. Let's see. So that becomes a 12. Okay. Are there any pedestrians? <laughs> you shush. No, not necessarily. I just remember that being a portion of the world. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but when the anchor is dropped, it definitely obliterates um, a herd of deer. What? Just crush a bunch of deer? It's a big, it's a big anchor. Splat. So yes, there were pedestrians, and you murdered. Them. <laughs> uh, and we're gonna eat good tonight. Love venison. No, I mean obliterated. It's deer paste at this yeah, point. Yeah, right. Tate, <laughs> you never Tate. had <laughs> My man is grass fed. And it's cold up here, so it's probably well preserved. <laughs> and grass spread. <laughs> uh, Yikes. Gross. Moving on from gratuitous violence. Um, hey, you did it. I did. <laughs> uh, you guys do manage to drop anchor, and yeah, like. Start throwing lo- rope stuff like down. You're, lo- you're lowered low enough that you're still like a you know not necessarily like in the trees, mm-hmm. um, but are able to take a rope ladder down without being too afraid of heights. Even now, though Jarrell's not afraid of anything. Yeah. Mm. Now when <laughs> Zero's not piloting, is the dwarf dwarf Dorson piloting? Because he could probably do it. Who do you who do you okay who do you place in charge of maintaining the? Uh, I'm looking at the captain. Who do you place? in charge of maintaining the uh, sort of just steadiness of the airship while you guys are disembarked. I look at Zero. Who do you place in charge? <laughs> You're such a good, decisive captain. You have so no decisive. idea what's going on with your ship. Them. Yeah. The dwarf, 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 Dorfson is our them. crew's only functional adult, sir. Then, then the dwarf, dwarf, Dorfson it is. Uh, do you keep Jed Dim on the ship? Um, yes, Jed Dim has to stay on the ship. Okay. He's, he's the... Um, the dwarf dwarf dwarfson is going to make sure no shithousery happens. Right. Yeah. But Jed Dim is going to make sure the ship doesn't actually drift away. Right. Exactly. Um, as you guys are low, like you know, climbing down this rope ladder down to the you know to the ground, you can hear uh, like a whimpering on the rope ladder, and you see it's actually Dubertrum. like because he's Stuck like in the rope. <laughs> he's like because it's like a little wobbly, you know yeah. what I mean? Like as he's coming down, and he's just like he's having a he's having a bit of a panic attack as he's like coming down this ladder. So he, he's afraid of. He's afraid of heights, or afraid of rickety rope ladders. Okay, uh, you, never, you don't really, you're not really sure. He's afraid of something. Zero is making a note to have the apparatus for fast roping be able to add, right? Uh, to be able to be added to this. Oh sure, that'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah, because the best thing to do for someone who's afraid of heights is literally just bungee cord them off of a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean for those of us who are incapable of feeling fear or you know How? have no sense of mortality. Oh okay. How high off the ground are we? Um, I'd say you're still, hmm, let's see. 
you're still probably climbing down like a good two stories. So that's what like are 30 we high, feet. We're higher than the trees. At least in this area, yeah. Because as you get closer to the top of a mountain, the trees are pretty yeah. short. Yeah. If we're higher than the trees, uh, while Dilbertram is struggling to make his way down the rope ladder, to do is just circling around him and just, just honking. Some, yeah. <laughs> That's such a dick move. You, just showing off that you can fly <laughs> while this dude is terrified of heights. Um, so I was thinking about whether or not I wanted to do this because I'm not playing that character, but to do will cast fly on. On Dilbertrum? On Dilbertrum. Amazing. Pretend like he's not here. He's <laughs> now flying. And Does he know he's flying immediately? Yeah, he knows he can fly because you touched him and cast a spell on him. Yep. Does that terrify him any less? It terrifies him more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at Dudu and he says, Pretend like I'm not here! <laughs> yeah, just fly, I don't know friend. why it's so hard about that! You were struggling! <laughs> And then the, uh, the dude just kind of like takes off into the distance. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> so so Dibbertrum is like floating there for a second, and he is uh, kind of getting his bearings. Don't you have to have concentration on fly? Yeah. So if you've just flown away, how far do I go? 60, I don't know how far did you go. Is it sixty feet? <laughs> Well then, yeah, I, I wouldn't fly farther than sixty feet from him. The dude would know that. <laughs> I was like, hey, "Is this gonna like?" I thought fall. after you cast it on the person, it's the person doing the flying that, that has, has to concentrate. To concentrate. Yes. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather have fair. it that way because yeah. that's just that's yeah. how it goes. Because it's to just touch and then now you yeah. can fly. Sure. Yeah. However, um, yeah. So he he he's kind of floating there. You know how kind of how okay if you ever watched some of the Marvel movies, how the uh, first Iron Man, how he's trying to figure out how to fly the suit for the first time. Yeah. Right, just wobbly, like kind of not doesn't really have his bearings right uh, until eventually he figures out how to lower himself, and then like just like you kind of hear him just like ha, 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 as he's like just slowly lowering himself down to the ground. I just picture him like doggy paddling down to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> That's it, folks. That's the one. That's the winner. That's what he's doing. So. It's like he's up on a bicycle. And he's, he just kind of like dusts himself off. Uh, Ends the spell on himself. Right. Like, somehow, it just happens. And uh, just, just, you know, just like kind of gets his bearings. He's like, okay, just back to pretending I'm like, I'm not here. Thanks. And he goes back to scribbling away. Gerald didn't even hear him. <laughs> he's over putting his tent up. Seeing where, where the people are. Yeah, first. I mean, it's, you're, you're, at, you're, at this base, you're at the base camp here. You can see there's a lot of crates, a lot of uh, boxes, a few larger tents set up probably for um, just like the actual maybe assembly and things like that. Is like it's actually quite fire? expansive. They've they've like cleared an area at the top of this. Oh, mountain. okay, it's really big. Yeah. So we can see specific structures for storage, assembly, and then like camping, like you know, wherever they would be staying. Uh, we still haven't addressed that. Is there anyone here? There are a few of the more uh, okay. fresh uh, people who were sent here. Um, but they they're morally just more just taking stock of things. There appears to be ten people. Is that how many we think there should be here? I mean, ten people you can see right now, like walking around doing stuff. Like so it looks normal. It looks like it's running yeah, like normal. Looks like it's like operating. Like people again are just like taking inventory and like looking around for stuff. Like they're kind of getting you know getting their bearings because they're they're not one. They're not the scientists who were assigned to this project. Right. Uh, Hedrick wants to go up to the. First one he sees, uh, just stop them briefly. Excuse me, uh, who's in charge here? Um, this one is uh, this is uh, actually a dwarf. 
very rare to see dwarves in the Omega Project, but, uh, and he looks at you and he says, well, I am Lottie. Well, my name is Hedrick. These are my companions here. I've brought Zero uh, from the Omega Project, and we're here to investigate your missing uh, compadres. Ah, uh, Zero, yes. Uh, and he looks at right at Zero at this point and addresses Zero directly. Yeah. And says, yes, uh, there are things that are in the uh, main tent over here. And uh, so just kind of like, you know, guides you over there. He's a guy, he just kind of gets back, he has to get back to work. But, yep. you know, he says, feel free to pour over all this all right. stuff. Yeah, Zero on leaving the ship is wearing his armor properly again. Okay. Uh, Jarrell is following Zero while his, um, you know, the Hans Franz manservant set up like three tents for themselves. Yeah, well, and Jarrell's gigantic tent. Oh, yeah, Jarrell's huge tent. Right. <laughs> and then he's just following behind. He immediately leaves them yeah. to do his work. Yeah. And do you guys all follow Zero, I'm assuming? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, uh, in this tent here, you can see that there's a whole array of like makeshift desks, tables, charts, like blueprints, all these things set up, notebooks, um, even like, you know, private, um, even just like canvas, like like kind of like rooms inside of this tent that are just kind of like essentially just separated by canvas, uh, you know, cloth. Um, it's quite, actually quite the operation in here for, you know, because it seems like, a, like, like the Omega Project is used to like pop up research and development operations. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, there's tons of stuff in here and you can see kind of where um, the um, lead scientist's workstation is. It's like this, this whole big uh, like machining table and like a few desks and tables just kind of also scattered around towards the back of the tent. Um, other rooms of note, you can see there's a few other like, what a, like there's like a couple rooms that actually have cots in them too. Um, and some desks and foot lockers and whatnot in each of those as well. Are there any visible journals? Many. Uh, I would say there's 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 two there's about two or three um, in the greater lab, and then um, one on the lead scientist's table. Can I tell which one is the most recent? Um. Yeah, they're, they, I mean, you kind of see the dates in there. Yeah. A lot of them, I mean, really, they're only, the, the, the logs in here only date back two weeks. So Jarrell will hand the most recent one to zero. Okay, right? that would be the lead scientists, who actually, I already forgot their names, I didn't write it down. Uh, Diggory Do. Just Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't worry, we didn't forget. So, um, yeah, the Diggory. Diggory's remembering right. in the first place. So Diggory's notebook, uh, you can see that the last entry is actually written. Uh, are you flipping to the last entry? Or are you going from the beginning? Actually, what I would you... like to give him the most recent. So, like the, the, the right. last dates that they were writing in it, what they were writing on the yeah. last dates. I'm so, zero. Do you flip to the last page? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The last entry is actually written in um, a, a language and script that is unintelligible. Okay. Um, are the characters themselves uh, like normal letters or those? No. It would be an entire, just... entire alpha, an entirely different alphabet. Hmm. Well, well, nothing we would what know. What languages does Zero speak? Um, well, ze- everything Zero does goes back to binary, but... As far as what languages does Zero know? Oh, on here. Uh, common, Elven, Dwarvish, Gnomish. It is none of those. All right. Do you tell Jarrell this? So, um, before that... Right, just letting you. Yeah, just sure, saying that sure, that entry, sure. the entry before that, yeah, is just like babble. It's like just saying something about like, you know, 
Like, the voices won't stop. They haven't stopped for days. Mm. At first I thought it was me, but then others started saying the same thing, and then it just, like, you see it kind of just, just sort of, like, the, the handwriting's very heavy from here on out, yeah. and it's, it's like, saying things just like, uh, my precious, my precious, like, just, like, every, like, the, like, this journal entry is, like, interrupted with, like, that stuff, like, written in, like, all, work, all caps. No make. Right. <laughs> um, and, and then he, he, you know, continues writing, like, almost, like, almost as if, like, he didn't break from the sentence, saying, like, you know, we're not sure what to do to stop, but I just, I feel... I feel like I need to. I feel like there's there's somewhere I need to be. And then the next entry is in this unintelligible, like like light script. Hmm. Uh, Hedrick wants to go back up to the dwarf and goes, you know, I really uh, dig your digs here. You know, I, I like the way you work it. Um, he's like no bu- he's like busy working. The only problem, uh, no diggery. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> He, he says... In which Teddy Riley makes an appearance. <laughs> is this, can I please get back to work? This is absolutely a distraction. You're so entertaining. Zero is flipping through the journal back in the tent. Yeah. And uh, he just sort of says out loud to anybody who was there, he was wrong, by the way. Wrong about what? The Omega Project scientist. When he said nothing uh, good ever came from hearing voices, he wasn't... He was wrong. Team 23 did inspired work for those two months after they started hearing voices. The, good good to know, Zero. What does the book say? <laughs> of course, after two months, they killed each other, but... Oh, good lord! Everything we know about sleep deprivation post-48 hours is from that study, by the way. They gave their lives in service of science. And he's, like, flipping through the books Flipping now. through the book. <laughs> you don't think these, these people killed each other, do you? Looking around, there doesn't appear to be any visible signs of a struggle. It's like if everyone just literally just left. Mm. About Only if they were really inept at killing. How far would the peak of this mountain or mountain range be from the base camp? I'd say it's a it's a good hike. Probably about a probably about a, about a twenty minute hike from base camp. Okay. So not, not far. Not, not, not like super bad. far, but far I mean far enough that like, you know they have more of a level ground to sleep on. Um, I want to make a suggestion just to the guys. Do you think maybe we should uh, get a better understanding of our surroundings here? I mean, maybe we can get a better vantage point from up there. And he's going to point up to the summit. And I'm sure like the, the project is like on the way up to the summit between the base camp and the, and the peak. Yeah. I mean, there's some people like working and moving, moving things. Okay. Um, um, maybe we could question some of the workers who are up there right now that's definitely a good idea should we take the ship up there or you want to climb i could use a good walk wasn't it a 20 minute walk isn't going to be worth getting in the airship over (laughs) i mean it's like a five minute climb unless you're (laughs) drowned yeah Yeah, yeah. Yeah, about to say it's five minutes up and down just the rope ladder right (laughs) zero's just just looking at his fake fingernails (laughs) that aren't there just don't waste my time (laughs) maybe we can Um, no, because I do want to talk to those guys on the way up there. Yeah. Do we decipher anything else from... I mean, we just read their journal. We don't know, like, what exa- how far along in the project they were. Or like, when the voices started. Like, all it says was get, that they wouldn't stop, so yeah, all we, of a sudden it was I'm sure a we can get a general sense of that from... 
Yeah, so what other clues do the books give us? Sure. Um, so some of the other journals from some of the other scientists um, have different phrases written in them. Some of them say, my precious, my precious. Some of them also uh, make mention of the wall. Okay. Yeah, I, I know that the undead have been focused on taking down that wall for a long time. Um, yeah, actually, one of them, one of the, one of the things that have been scribbled down there just says, "Tear down that wall, Mister Gorbachev." <laughs> Great. Oh. Um, now, Jarrell will go through some of these books, looking for clues in the way that it's written. Um, I can read Infernal, if that helps. Um, it's not Infernal. Okay. Um, it's I can read Celestial too, but the, that's the other one. It's not Celestial. Part. Um, I would like to do a history or religion check to see if I know what would cause this kind of hallucinations. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's make it. Yeah, they both it's, the same bonus. Yeah, you yeah. Okay. it's 19. Okay. So it's either, I mean, the fact that it's it was mentioned that everyone here was experiencing these types of hallucinations. Mm-hmm. You've, this is something that's common of either curses, uh, enchantments, or um, in in rare cases in the medical in medical history there have been documented cases of like fungus causing mass mm-hmm. paranoia and you know like you know, there's been like maybe environmental reasons why people have gone mad. Okay. Um, do, do does the wording and the specification of the delusion hallucinations goal? mean anything to me there doesn't seem appear to be too much of a pattern only they're talking about the wall and the and, precious and, and taking it down and the precious yes okay um and uh there's even one that says uh ah yeah there's actually uh, one other note that you find that says it's like talking about a host body okay like does that ring any bells I mean, you know that Arian Black inhabits a, mm-hmm. you know, a body. Um, you know, you, yeah, uh, that was not his to begin with. Right. Um, that's probably the only case that you've experienced firsthand. Um, but, you know, there's, there are, it's, it doesn't necessarily specify exactly what about a host body. It just keeps saying host body. But there's, Gerald would know probably of a couple different things. Is there anything specifically undead that requires a host body? Um, I mean... There's a couple. Most of the time it's just like a corpse, you know, that uh, is used to, you know, essentially... uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, essentially channel the the, the, the necromantic magics. Okay, is there any... uh, uh, We'll figure this out later, I guess. Okay, this is the project that was working on Eleven, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. This is Project Eleven. I want to cross-reference Project Eleven versus Host Body. Um, is there any uh, correlation between the two? Um, there are some mentions of, you know, Project Eleven needing to be manned by two bodies. Okay. Um, two heads. Right. But, uh, you know, there's the, the word "host" is used a few times, but it's not necessarily like um, it's that the host body itself does not appear as a phrase. Okay. That's the first thing I'm worried about is they're going to, instead of putting a demon or something into a person, they're going to put it into 11. That's for a demon charged. Yeah. Awfulness. Know. Super weapon. 
that will be fun as hell to fight. <laughs> we don't want to break, break it. Well, Zero, um, forgive me for my ignorance, but what exactly provides your energy to be sentient? Okay, so... <laughs> Like, if they're making this thing based off of you, Orphan I would imagine... souls are what power zero. Well, if there's if there's some sort of material here that is... How much know, jargon are you willing to listen to? I'm just, I'm just curious how they may be creating this thing based in your image. And uh, so, D- Dave pulls up VX junkies. Yes. So you had several separate questions. Uh, was the first about power or about um, uh, sentience generation? Well, just just the fact that that you at one point did not exist, and then you did. And, so did and you. S- something made that possible. Well, I have blood in me, and, and my blood provides oxygen. It you know? has oil. <laughs> yeah. And it pro- so, yes, and it provides yeah. lubrication and cooling. Right. <laughs> it's dual purpose. Right. So I, I just wasn't sure if, uh, you know, you just got kind of, filled up, topped off, and and then you were just ready and moving and going. So power is is, uh, driven by, and he opens up a panel on his chest, and there's just the the kind of glow that comes out of the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Just... That's either plutonium or human soul. (laughs) Before he closes it back up. The dual re encabulator. <laughs> no, no further questions. Right, yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah, yada, 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 right, yeah. yeah. Well, if there's any more of that here at the camp that they're planning on powering, you know, 11 with, that that could be drawing uh, some sort of those energies as well. If they're looking for souls, there is a cr- that's for- something I want to ask about because the power consumption is exponential. They've got either something totally new powering this thing. Or it's gonna be big and awesome. Yeah, I mean, there's crates full of parts and materials and gears and encabulators and uh, there's also uh, there's, there's there appears to be um, like a few dilators and um, like a bosun lift and uh, Unos VVER dash four. Uh, as well as uh, an inertial reference Wait, sphere. they get the dash fours here? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, there's um, a few uh, Riemann inverters and, uh, yeah, a Dwight Harmon field projector. Actually, a couple Dwight Harmon field projectors, but one of them is seems to be out of the box. Probably it's already been brought up or fitted to one of the cannons. Um, there's also a couple matrix analyzers and some field manipulators and whole lots of things. Yeah, my nickname in college was the field manipulator. Wow. Wow. I'm just going to let that one stew. <laughs> was that due to your uh, your uh, work in Ultimate Frisbee? Ah, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, th- lots of materials here. Those just to name a few. Or just a few um, of the parts and pieces needed to make a machine like this function. Um, any whoozle. That's kind of some of the information you've been able to gather from the journals. It seems like from the patterns you've been able to put together that people, you know, it seems like the last journal entries for most were about a week ago. Um, And a lot of them start talking about like needing to like like go somewhere, like feeling like they need to go somewhere. Um, And Quinn, I would like for you 
to make me a wisdom save. You hear a whispering. talk about how you feel next week <laughs> on the hapless is that really the end of the episode already yeah dun dun oh dun so if you like us you could find us on the internet the fuck we are on such places as twitter and facebook and instagram it's at hapless heroes for twitter and, uh, and instagram and then hapless heroes podcast for that facebook also slash r slash hapless heroes podcast on reddit my cat says hi he's jingling for you um those places will point you to our Discord server. There's an invite link on there that's pinned on most of the places we can pin stuff. And it's a great place to hang out. We've had more and more people joining us, you know, discussing any old topic, whether it's the show. We have, like, spoiler-tagged uh, discussions for our episodes, like, so that you don't you don't have to worry about having any episodes spoiled for you if, like, you're just listening to this now and this episode released however long ago. Like, don't worry. We try to protect you. We also have many off-topic discussions. And the topic of sandwiches being like what, what what makes a sandwich has gotten so fucking out of hand that I, I just I, I don't even know where to go anymore it's here. a soup <laughs> that's it right there I think that's actually what sandwiches we've been well, especially since I'm not eating carbs anymore I feel like yeah a soup has to be my sandwich um, but yeah come you know join us in the discussion however way you want uh, or even just email us haplessheroes at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you um, but if you also want to you know find an even cooler way to reach out to us and tell us just how much you love us you can leave us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice those reviews help us grow in the ranks get more visibility bring more people like you you yes you I'm talking to you awesome person listening to this show just like you to our show with your kind words and we'll say some kind words back to you I promise because we love you because we love you. But if you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash haplessheroes. We've had many people donate to us so far. It means a tremendous deal. I think I mentioned this in our last episode, but that, you know, this year we've actually been able to pay for our hosting costs just on donations alone. And that's the first time in the history of this show that that's ever happened where we didn't have to like pay out of pocket to host this podcast for you. And I can't tell you how much that means to me. Like it has blown me away the amount of support that we've received, even from just a few of you who are still donating, whether it's past, present, future, whatever, you are amazing. And we Thanks. have great rewards to give back to you. Bloopers, behind-the-scenes audio, the contents of James' notebook, submitting a story arc to the show, which, spoiler alert, I am taking liberties with one that was submitted to us for this adventure itself by our Ooh. very own Omnius Primus. Obviously, I'm not going to do word-for-words that those of us who are privy to that information aren't going to be able to just figure it all out uh I'm, looking, I'm talking to you omnius uh however i think we're gonna enjoy it i really liked it a lot it's a great suggestion and you know especially at the 20 dollar level like i mean dude this is this is this you give you given not, not only a gift of your money but a gift of a beautiful and amazing idea for a story so thank you brother i appreciate you yeah thank you and if you really really love us like you want to go get tickets to see Sally Field and the whole deal on their new European tour, <laughs> then what you should do is picking your VX unit, You use a pre-3 if you can. 
uh, try to replicate the Lax Blythe Continuum without a dilated positron deceleration unit. Yep. Use the resulting Alftermar effect to play the theme to the Hapless Heroes podcast. <laughs> and then send it to us by snail mail. So easy. I'm so sorry, Reinhawk. <laughs> So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and outro this cast for you. To my right, we had John playing Lord Jura the Light. Until next time. Dave as Omega Project Prototype Zero, a.k.a. Zero Valence Avatar of War. Good night. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. Quinn, are you feeling okay? And Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Nobody's ever asked for my blood before. And I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. We'll see you next week. Uh, goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. 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 Good